Psalm 14, verses 4 to 6. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge, who eat up my people as they eat bread, and do not call on the Lord? There they are in great fear, for God is with the generation of the righteous. You shame the counsel of the poor, but the Lord is his refuge. Now, if you look at the passage, it's talking about two kinds of people, uh, the children of men, who are also called workers of iniquity, and the godly. So the children of men or the corrupt ones, they don't want God in their lives. They, they've said there is no God, but the godly are those who, who are seeking for God. And the passage says that those who are ungodly eat up the godly. In other words, they attack the godly. They, they fight the godly. And the passage uses the image of eating them like bread. What does that mean? It means that those who are ungodly, the workers of iniquity, the children of men, daily attack the righteous or the godly as they eat their daily bread. So it's a daily thing. They're constantly attacking those who are godly, constantly attacking those who are righteous, and they, they try to eat them up. And then the passage also says that they shame the poor. The poor here refers also to the godly. And it's not just the poor who have no money, but the poor in spirit, those who acknowledge that they need God, those who acknowledge that they need uh, Christ to live a righteous life. And the Bible says that the ungodly try to put the poor to shame. They try to disgrace them. They try to make fun of them. Isn't it amazing that people go out of their way to try to make fun of Christianity and of God and of Jesus Christ and try to profane and, and, and destroy the foundations of the faith and try to make the righteous feel belittled. So in the world we live in, there is a battle between the children of men, workers of iniquity, who are also called the corrupt or the fool, and the godly, the children of God. And those who are ungodly will try to eat up the godly. But that's not the end of the story. The Bible says that God is with the righteous. So people will try to belittle the righteous, but God is with the righteous. The Lord knows those who are his, and he never leaves nor forsakes us. He is with us. And God is able to turn the ridicule of their faith into a testimony. God is able to turn their the mockery into, into a promotion. And, and as he did in the Bible, many times when people mock the righteous, God turns it in the favor of the righteous and promotes the righteous. We see it in the story of Daniel in the court of Nebuchadnezzar. So God will vindicate you because the Lord is with you if you are the righteous. If you live for him, people will try to eat you like bread. They'll try to mock your faith, but God is with you and God will honor his name in your life. And the second thing it says for the righteous is that God is our refuge. God is our safety. He's our hiding place. In the end, God will overturn the counsel of the godless. They may have high education. They may be placed high in position. They may have a lot of money, but God will overturn their counsel because their corruption will not destroy the righteous. As we saw uh, in the book of Nezah and Daniel, and as we've been learning from Moses and Pharaoh, the power of God will always eat up the power of the enemy. Moses' snake ate up the snake 
of the ungodly. And the Lord will swallow up every tongue that rises in judgment against his people. For a moment they may seem to be doing well and to be succeeding. But when God lifts up his hand, he brings down the proud and the haughty. And he causes his name to be glorified in the nations. May the Lord glorify his name in your life. Let us pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, you are my safety against the ungodliness of our world. Overturn the counsel of the wicked. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'll catch you again tomorrow. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace, and life to you.